Everyone knows you should never take a physicist to a sci-fi movie. The same can be said about a biologist and a creature feature. We can point out how certain things are biologically unlikely or downright impossible, but that would be boring. So rather than pointing out what can't happen, why not ask ourselves, what if it was real? So using my super nerd levels of knowledge about biology, physics, and mythical creatures, my friends and I will explore how different creatures could have actually evolved on our planet and what they potentially would look like. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome to A Real Creature Feature. My name is Mac. I'm Mike. I'm Dean. And today, we are going to be talking about the Dobhar Ku. I hope I pronounce that right. Uh, Irish is not one of my languages, I know. And I, I've learned this. Uh, so... What day is Halloween based off of? Isn't it Samhain? Yeah, Samhain. Do you know how to spell Samhain? Oh, absolutely do. And the only reason I know how to say it properly is because of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Hmm. Because otherwise it's Samhain. Yeah, it looks like it's spelled Samhain, but it's pronounced pronounced Samhain. So it's like, I don't... uh, Halloween, the horror series... They know their history and how to pronounce it. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that episode, or that episode, that uh, it was episode two, not episode, Halloween two, where they did that. Now, yeah. Now, to be fair, and I'm going to tell you this right now, none of these languages are our languages that we know how to speak well. I can guarantee you that we said at least, at least, if not 100% of the words, during our talk about Asian dragons, 98% of the words we said were probably mispronounced. Yes. Even the English ones on my Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. But if you want me to, I can give you some uh, anglicized etymology on the, on the pronouncements of this. Um, the creature uh, goes by Doyachu, Doragu, Doragao, and Anchu. Those are the Anglicized pronunciations of it, at least based off the spellings that come from one Wackerpedia. <laughs> oh, uh, Wikipedia. Um, it's the it's the Pedia of Wiki. Nice. And you know what? If you can't trust Wikipedia nowadays, who can you trust? So translated into English, it means either uh, water dog or water hound, but it, they're also known as king otter because these are basically extra giant otters. Big puppies. Big water puppies. Now, obviously, you usually ask about how much or what we know about these creatures. And I know, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know these things existed until the last discussion that we had, which at this point in the timeline was a week ago. So I had no idea what these things were. And we only learned about them because Dean's like, Squishmallows! Get it, get your squishmallow on. Vote for squishmallows. Yes, and then yeah, yeah. Well, now you can't anymore because now they're no. And now you can get plague doctor. I want one. I do want one of those. Get plague doctor, plague doctor, and plague nurse. Oh, they're very cute. I was like, wait, were there plague nurses? Probably not, but yeah. I mean, somebody illustrated the plague doctor nice and white with a nurse's cap. Yeah, which it was one of those things. 
like the different explanations of why they had that mask, which we're not going to go into yeah. because it's just going to get us uh, derailed. And yeah, we're already uh, we're going to be all way off track if we start we're, talking. We're about on track. Doctor. We're talking about where we found out about Dorbert shoes. Yes, and we're we're going to keep mispronouncing it because that's just who we are. We're we're bad. If you haven't figured it out by now, we're bad people. And we only care enough to feel slightly bad about being bad people. Yeah. But yeah, Dubarku, which that was also, once again, yeah. pronounced more Scottish. Uh, yeah. Give me a second. Dubarku. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that sounds a little bit That's... better. <laughs> Not by much. So, uh, what do yeah. we know about these guys? So uh, it was just really interesting. I was looking up stuff and they basically just look like giant, like really giant um, otters. Uh 10 to 15 feet long uh with white pelt black ear or black ear tips black cross on its back i don't know that's basically uh it's you know what it's um physical well that's because that's how saint patrick's came saint patrick came to ireland riding on a centuries after it, i was looking at one where it was like where he created vampire uh, he created werewolves. werewolves this isn't a werewolf yeah. This is a giant otter. He got rid of all the snakes. And how did he do that? He drew he drew up on the shores of Ireland with a giant doorbar chew. Uh, and but... slapped it on the back and left an ash cross on its back. Uh, it's all except, connected. Except all connected. a lot of these pronunciations are probably from before uh, um, St. Patrick went to Ireland. Because these uh... are like old words. But I also then saw uh, that uh, like some of the earliest writings about these guys were around the 16th century. So, you know, centuries after St. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's just because he was so good at hiding. He's like Loch Ness. He's like Nessie. You yeah. forget he didn't actually die. You know, St. Patty's is basically Ireland distilled. He was there as the Green Knight. Left for a while, became Christian, came back on a giant dobarchu. I feel like this is sacrilegious and offensive to the Irish on some levels. I, I, I feel like everything we do is sacrilegious. Okay, so yeah, the dobarchu is just, uh, I'm not going to say just. No, this is the thing that I didn't see anything really talk about it, but I was like, does this get classified under a fae or not? I mean, the thing is, this feels like just what little bit of research I've seen on it. There are claims of a few. There's never been claims of seeing a lot of them. Yeah. So, I mean, they might be other otherly realmed creatures, but. Well, it's also one of those things is it are the, in the Irish sense fae like, you know, that it's like something separate or is like basically everything otherworldly considered yeah. fey. like how is it broken down in their culture and that's yeah. the thing about it it's so there are so many different situations where it's like well it could be this or this and then it's like well what's that because it was uh some of the ideas i know with fey was that they're not actually something different they're just the ghosts people yeah so it was like that's what they are and and then things so. go back and forth and it depends on who was writing it when because at some points it's like they were also precursors to angels i read somewhere yeah. so it's just like okay this is the problem with spoken word uh mythologies yeah. everything's just gets muddled up and confusing well, which is also the beauty of it. well you well you like the oral tradition 
like I do. Hey, oh, I don't get it. Explain uh, it to me. Okay. Slowly. You take a tail uh, of an otter and you stick it in your mouth, swish it around. Bit I would it not want to do that. He does, because... he does better work than I do at this. I was just going to go straight into explaining. I was going to go into explaining the metaphorical birds and the bees. Yeah, it was just like I, I would not want to do that just because and I'm then like your it spit is an aquatic comes out creature. all green and yeah. algae. Yeah, I was like that just sounds it's, gross. It's so, good for you. It's good for here's you. Here's the thing. Unlike almost well pretty much every other thing that we've talked about except for technically Sasquatch, this one kind of existed. It did? Now, are we talking about like okay, before you actually go on, I just want to ask this quickly. Is this one of those things where it existed like 20, 30,000 years ago and then an ice age hits? Or... Uh, no more like a couple million years ago. Yeah. So, and then a couple. So this is the thing that I was learning about it. It was uh, for, not about otters, but about like the Ice Age. So there was, it's really interesting because it's like the Ice Age took place basically after the asteroid hit and until, well, hopefully until only, you know, relatively a couple thousand years recently. But there were periods of warming and cooling during all and hopefully that cycle's not gonna repeat itself Who well knows? Uh, from what i understand we've sort of driven back the next ice age yeah go us question yeah. mark i don't know but it's yeah it's no we're gonna have we're gonna have a different extinction event yeah. this time yeah we Here's... might just cook ourselves uh yeah. but yeah there was a it was like these interesting cycles of hot and cold hot and cold well not hot but you know Warmer, normal, colder. Yeah, warmer, colder. Slightly warmer, yeah. cold. And because, yeah, like, otherwise the world would have been under giant feats of ice. And, yeah. But it was just really interesting that, um, like, how how time works and everything else and how much time has passed. And it's just really interesting because it gets confusing because <laughs> okay. our brains aren't wired to be able to process that. Time is a corkscrew, my friend. Time is a corkscrew. Got a question. Okay, go Sorry. So, uh, Dolberchus, do they have any specific magical abilities Not that, that we know, know of? Because uh, yeah, and then... I, everything I looked up with it, I'm like, well, it didn't seem nothing really stuck out. To I'll double check, oh. nothing that I could see that anything was like overtly magical. It came off more like a monster. Yeah, and so selkies are the women who are seals and peel off their skin. Yes. Yeah. And they're from Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> the Isles. Because yeah. I think Selkies also were some associated with um uh, uh Scotland. But yeah, okay. Uh so yeah, here's one for the Dobarchu Dobarku. Maybe it's true. Uh is a bloodthirsty, gruesome creature that lives deep in the water of a lake, river, or even the sea, known to be able to travel great distances in the water or on land. Uh these monster hound this monster hound is known for its speed and aggression and an appetite for human flesh why they're because they're monsters uh there are usually two of these creatures and when one is killed its mate will swim up from the depths of the water and avenge the killing by pursuing the its attackers and killing him often eating him this happens because the Dubuk Chew is about to die. Okay. But yeah, yeah. it doesn't look like there's anything so when they overly mate for life, magical. Yeah. So when they mate for life, it's quite literal. Yeah. 
they're connected. See, that does not look like a cozy. No, no, yeah, no. They, they. Uh, one of the images that I saw, um, was basically they had like the like the side fins, like yeah. the you'd see on fish, and it was that, but it had a human arm sticking out from its. Mouth. Yeah, because they're so vicious e- little monsters. So it's an evil Vaporeon, is what you're saying. Uh, actually, well, it's actually very akin to actual otters. Uh, actual otter, a lot of, well, depending on which species of otter, uh, are vicious little monsters. So I'm going to tell you about otters. Most well, oh, some stuff about otters. I mean, uh, I mean do you have the... to ruin otters for me? Yes. You could just call them stoats. No. Stoats. That's a different, that's a different weasel. Yeah. These are also not weasels. I know. They're well, otters. Um, yeah. They're... Oh, never mind. Okay. So they are part oh. of the order, uh, carnivora. They're part of the family Mustanella. Mus, mu, moves, no. Muskratnella? No. How about let me try to say it? Because it's more fun if we frustrate you. Help. Oh, we're supposed to be helping. Yes. There you go. That. Say that. Mustella Day. Mustella Day. Yeah. Uh, but so there's also badgers are in that group and wolverines and stuff like that. Um, and then subfamily. I can cut you Lut- out. Luterina. Luferigno? No. There's no F. I didn't even say an F. Badgers, minks, wings, yeah, weasels. But it was okay, there. so yeah, they are fairly close to weasels. Oh, oh Dean, getting another one in. What? Because yeah. it's one of those things where, like, sometimes you have like similar shapes, but it doesn't mean that they're the same. Because it was like, uh, honey badgers aren't actually. But they don't care. I mean, yeah, they whatever you want. Pretty much. But yeah, um, so uh, one of the so it was like the smallest uh bat otter is the Asian small clawed otter which is like well let's just call them that body length of uh oh these are actually not as small as i th- thought they would be uh 28.6 to 37.6 inches so a couple feet long and from you know nose to tail oh those are the ones from those are the otters that they have at on kazumet are the asian small clawed otter very um cutie and then uh it was just interesting so they're not the biggest or at least they're like these ones might be longer, but they're uh, all these ones are called giant otters or giant river otters, and they're from South America. The biggest otter, I think, more based off like girth because it sounded like these guys, uh, the giant otter, were longer, but are the sea otter because they probably have to be big because you know they're in the ocean, they live in the sea, they can actually be up to 100 pounds. Which one, the giant otter or the sea uh, otter? Sea otter. Oh, yeah. Making them the heaviest members of the weasel family. Oh, big weasel. But amongst the smallest marine mammal. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, these are the these are the guys I think when we were talking about uh, mermaids, where it was like for the uh, more human-esque mermaids. Yeah. That it was like these guys, rather than having um, fat or like blubber, they evolved a different type of fur. Yeah, so these are the ones with the thick coats, and these are the ones that eat. When you hear a lot of bad about bad things about uh, otters, yeah, a lot of these guys are were doing ah. very aggressive little monsters. Well, I mean, I mean, if you were if you were being threatened, as the conservation status of the sea otter is, uh, I'd be upset too. As endangered, but yeah. they're also very aggressive. Well, then they just need and to look. the females of look, man. I'm and not gonna. Do it. I'm not. Look, kids suck. They and just the earn... species of other 
and babies of others. Apparently, they're the Irish crocodile as well. Who? Who? Yeah, I saw that. Calls them the people who don't understand different words. So they're like, we have to have some kind of weird comparison. Words have meaning. Oh, yeah. not anymore. We've determined language means nothing anymore. Mouth sounds serve no purpose anymore. Yeah. Now, I was looking more into this too. Uh, so there are also a bunch of species of otters that you know have gone extinct that are even bigger so this isn't the biggest one but there this was uh scientists have discovered prehistoric giant otter from china now these guys are the ones that weigh more than 100 pounds and they uh they lived about six million years ago okay so important question here could they swallow a man whole not that men were existing back then no not these ones. Manholes are extremely heavy and set into asphalt. Sir, I will destroy you. You, Dean Snow, specifically. So, uh, this is relatively recently. Like, this this particular paper, or this particular article, um, was written in 2022. So, I think with like the couple, last couple of years this was discovered. Uh, scientists in Ethiopia have discovered a new species of prehistoric otter. And this one is the size of a modern-day lion. Still can't eat a man. No, no, no. Uh, not whole. Not with one bite. Could still eat a man, yes. I mean, look. Look, I could eat a man if I needed to. Yeah, but you don't have the chompers for it. Not yet. Oh, yeah. This is the... It was just really kind of interesting. So I just pulled... I saw this one random article by uh, Denise Shu, uh, PhD, museum curator of paleobotany. Oh, and paleoecology. Um... They were like studying different jaws, like the, like the actual mandible parts, and they're like uh the st the the Asian giant otter because I remember, uh had a very sturdy jaw, <laughs> mm -hmm. and that's what helped it uh be a very dominant predator <laughs> because yeah it, it was just really kind of interesting because they had like a bunch of these like heat maps of like the different weak points in these different otter jaws, and they're like yeah this one's the most sturdy. Because, oh, you know, yeah, if you if your jaw can't handle your bite, what's the point of it? I don't know. Oh, just looking at some pictures of giant otters. They're, they're so cute, but also look so violent when they attack. Yep. And they smash things with their onto onto their uh, tummy table. Yeah. With stone. Yes. Yeah. See, that looks more like a fish thing. This is a artist on Behance. It looks like they're developing the artwork looks like it could have been developed for a game. Yeah. But yeah, it looks too it looks more cutesy than how it's been talked about. It looks like combination pilot fish, beta fish, and otter. Yeah. I I'm not again it. I sure as hell ain't for it. Yeah. I'm like some of these are just such random some of the pictures Dean shared with us it just seemed like such a random assortment of well, this might be, this might be, or... But I think he's really, he's really staying focused with the idea of these are Dobar, these are definitely Dobar Chia this pictures. This is all though. Dobar shoes. Yeah. And, well, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, there's... This one from the full documentary looks more like a seal. Yeah. It is odd, though, that they're, like, someone's trying to make the mythical creature seem okay. That was actually something I've I've seen a lot of times in, like, different uh, media or anything else like that. When you look, how else are you going to make something less scary? Then try to make it look friendly. And then you kind of take away some of that fear factor yeah. of a lot of these creatures. You're saying it's a conspiracy. 
Well, if they exist, then yes, but otherwise, no. Uh, because it's like, who, but then who's in ahead of that? It's not the lizard people anymore. Now it's the Dayachu. They're the ones who run the whole show. No, it's still the lizard people. They I, just want us to fall for the sweet cuteness of a gigantic otter. Well, but what's their endgame then? I mean, the they just want to laugh as they... They want to laugh as one of us is slapped onto the tummy of a giant otter being slapped together with a gigantic stone. Okay, so, oh, so it's more of entertainment purposes then. Okay. Yes. This yes. particular version for the Lizardmen, they need their entertainment. You know, they can't just be out controlling the royal family and all the previous presidents of the United States. The Denver airport. Fair enough. I... I understand now. Is that their headquarters? Yeah. Yes. Uh, which um, it's cool that De the Denver airport has actually started playing into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're actually have like signs, like whenever there's like construction, they have like pe like lizards and hard hats. Yep. And that makes like, me. Yeah, they are just playing at making fun of those people. I I hope when we go to the Denver airport that we can see some of those signs. Uh, you gotta uh, if you before you go see if they put back up the gargoyle. Okay, I'll take a look. Yeah, so this is the, one of those few things that it's like I l legitimately can say, hey, this could exist technically yeah. because we have examples of it existing in reality. The only problem with the, that idea is like just because something's that big, it's not going to be like it's going to actively hunt humans yeah. as their primary food source these things probably still were hunting fish and stuff like that because like think about the great white shark yeah great white sharks don't really and they're huge they're huge but they don't they don't actively go for humans like ever don't need like every time you hear of a shark that like attacks a person it's because they generally are misidentifying us and uh they don't really try to eat us most of the time it's they bite them like the shark will bite a person and then like, Ugh, I don't like the taste of that. And then the person will either, you know, survive or they'll drown because they just had a huge chunk of them bitten off. My favorite analogy uh, is sharks are like toddlers. Yep. They identify things by putting them in their mouth. Yep. 100%. And unfortunately, sharks have a bunch of pointy things in their mouth. Yep. And we're soft and squishy. So nope. even though they just want to, oh, you're not a seal. <laughs> I think they, I think it was like the only one that really kind of acted more active tax is like the tiger. Shark. It was like the tiger shark or the book. I can't remember, but uh, they're the ones that are kind of more likely to bite you. But that's, you know, you're in my, you're near me. So kind of thing more than anything yeah. else or the bull shark. Bull sharks are, but that one, the bull sharks are just kind of cool because they're the only species that can go from uh, saltwater to freshwater. And now, they're the ones that have been like gone deeper into uh, the, like into rivers. Get a quick. Yeah, I do. I always have a. Now, there are certain species, not naming names on this one, but there are certain species that have come to attack humans, sometimes just for funsies. Or other species for funsy. Yeah. That's the dolphins. Now, here's the thing about that, because you're talking about the man-eaters. Not the man-eaters. No. 
there are certain like aqua like especially like specifically aquatic species. Um, dolphins are one of them. Dolphins are dolphins are the jackasses of the sea. They're they're mean little bastards when they want to be. Yep. And they only lull us into a false sense of security by basically being like, "Oh, I'll take you to shore." Yeah. And drown you right at the edge. It's so weird. Yeah. It, there there are so many cases of actually dolphins being like super duper helpful. And then there's so many cases of dolphins being very, very not cool. And this is where it comes down to, because now we've also got, you know, a lot of reports recently about orcas. Yes. And now, don't get me wrong. Orcas have a reason for doing this stuff, you know. And there are smarter species, but... Orcas will harass other species for funsies. Yes. And the other thing is, um, that's why you have uh, humpback whales. Yep. They will actually defend other. They will actually defend other species from the orcas. Yeah. Because they are just like, for no other reason than it seems like they just want to be nice. Yeah. Because they don't really gain anything from it other than the fact, like, hey, you're being a jerk, dude. You got to stop that. And will actively will actively save like especially for like groups seals. of seals. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cute because they'll flip up uh, upside down and have the seal basically on their bellies. Yeah, and then they'll just swim for a while. And they've done it to like divers. Yeah, to protect divers. Uh, because and, and then it's another thing is like orcas generally don't try to eat humans. No, and they they would be an ultimate predator for us. Yeah, uh, because they're big enough. Again, I'm not saying that an orca would eat us. Yeah. I'm just saying that an orca would kill us for funsies. Yes. Or what? because yeah. it was just angry. Because that's yeah. what happens. That's happened. In, that happened at uh, SeaWorld. I mean, we've World. seen Blackfish. Yeah. We've yeah. all seen Blackfish. We know. Yeah. And that's then that's that sad thing. Because like, you know, the problem with intelligence in mm -hmm. species is the more intelligent you are, the more you have the potential to be a dick. Ah. Now that actually, now that gets me to the question that I really want to get to: Have otters ever been jackasses for funsy? It's one of those things because I don't know how like baseline intelligent they are, because they have done some really messed up things. Like, yeah, and but it's one of those like, is that really intelligence, and they're doing it that way, or is it more of overrided by their instinct? Because it's like, <sighs> because they're also will drown uh, a female pup or female otters pups because then uh while uh, uh an otter female has pups she's not going to be able to reproduce during that time yeah so they'll kill the puppy or the pup and then she's ready to go yeah because the the, the hormones and everything else like you know no longer saying hey you, you can't reproduce right now yeah this this see this gives me the vibes of this gives me the vibes of given the opportunity if there was a giant otter it would definitely come after us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the bad things. Like, my sister was telling me about this because I, I didn't see this video. But going back to uh, dolphins, there are videos, or at least there's accounts, of women chilling out on docks and dolphins jumping up out of the water oh, onto yeah. them. Absolutely. Yeah. No, dolphins, yeah, no. Dolphins are the worst, especially They're... for that. Yeah. They are yeah, they are the worst. And I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat that one. So yeah, potentially that's all which also interesting enough does fit well in the 
uh Dobertu myth yeah stories because like yeah like I said they're they were described as like these vicious little or vicious giant monsters that are just you know going out for human flesh and murder i mean maybe it it's sounds not the like an that, otter to me i mean maybe it's not the fact that they're man eaters maybe they're just man killers get big yeah. enough brain that they're like you know what i'm just gonna kill that guy yeah i mean doesn't <laughs> seem like it's that hard otherwise no humans are fairly easy to kill especially when you're dealing with a water creature all you have to do is take us down a little bit of water and eventually we will just that's the air escaping from my lungs uh if that's what you say i mean sure whatever floats your boat i guess yeah because yeah we can only hold our breaths for so long before we die look i'm gonna say is you know you may want to check out a doctor for that one you just gotta you know one of the things while you're down there is just to bump your nose up against uh puffer fish to get high on your way out i don't know if that works the same for humans i don't think we had the same i don't think so either i mean that's isn't that kind of why we can only eat a very specific part of the puffer fish yes at least wild ones that's yeah because the thing is what the puffer fish eats get makes it venomous yeah Yeah. i I was just don't do that in general this is also the audience don't do that in general because it actually is really really mean to cause a puffer fish or porcupine fish both uh to puff up because that pushed a lot of strain bodies they're meant to do that but they're not meant to do that too much uh, dolphins yeah. do it all the time yeah well dolphin we already established dolphins are dicks yeah or can be dicks. Yeah, yeah but they're not as much as dicks as us well, that's debatable look there there's a thing we suck but Sometimes I feel like we suck because we're not that intelligent. We're too, we're too, we're we're just intelligent enough to be dangerous. The dolphins yeah. are here, so the planet is not going to be exploded for a highway. Oh, you know what? They can have it now. I don't care. Yeah, the, the aliens also, can have it. Because I I've said this before. I don't know why I can't remember if I said it on here or not. But it's when people always talk about how animals are so kind and sweet, and everything else. It's like no, if you actually pay attention. If animals had the same level of intelligence as us, they might be worse than us. Hey, that's the third. That's the third T-shirt. Yeah, an animal would do it to you if they could. That's not even a joke. Yeah. Uh, because it's like one of those things. Like we put all we like anthropomorphize animals so much, but we don't anthropomorphize them enough because we only give them like the like the sweet, kind uh, personalities, but we don't give them like the actual dickish personalities that a lot of them would have because not all humans are dicks. Yeah. A lot of them are. And the same goes with animals. Not all dicks are human. Yes. Cause I'm like, I've met animals that were just dicks. There's a museum of animal dicks. Uh, like literally. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. Humans are weird. And we put a lot of things in museums. It belongs in a museum. Counterpoint. Does it? Whose museum? And also, Shouldn't that museum also be in the country where it came from? So unlike every like, except for like the Sasquatch I said before, these things could have existed. And maybe there was something that uh, like survived long enough that inspired a, a story that kept going, kept going and getting passed down. And they're like, oh, OK, cool. Or maybe um, in Ireland, they saw otters in general and just saw how vicious little monsters they were and they were like oh that's terrifying what happens if they were something that big 
what would they do to us? Oh my god. Now, another thought, just saying here. I mean, maybe there weren't much of, like, in the archaeology game as some of the other countries were, but if somebody, say, dug up some fossilized, uh, you know, giant otter bones from way back in the day, you know, you might think of, well, if they existed then, they could exist now. Yeah, it's pretty much is um the like a lot of the ideas behind so many other myths is that what happens if they just found like these bones yeah of x or something like that because clearly we've had the ability to find these things before it just nobody like put a concerted effort until to try to find more and more bones until like uh, 150 years ago yeah before then it was like oh we could have found it and like that's where dragons came from or all these other myths, blah, blah, blah. And there is some evidence that like stories do share memories because that's just how it works. And so there have been um, like the Aboriginal people have talked about things as these creatures that actually do match up with the fossil record. Ah. So we should read Dragon's Teeth by uh, John Crichton. Yeah, probably. It's a historical fiction and it's... I haven't the, read it yet. But... There's two professors in the 1800s who were constantly fighting each other oh yeah and uh they would go and they would have shootouts try and steal each other's bones and were enemies until the bitter end of their life and they both died poor and penniless because of all their effort was put into taking down the other guy sounds about right and it was a jonathan crichton book yeah, I, I've seen that, and I've thought about adding it to my collection. Nice. Because I have a lot of John, I've read a lot of John Crichton. At least this yeah. one is a science one where it's not science beware or scare. Don't create dinosaurs with frogs and chickens. Do, 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 do. I mean, I get that. Or... Don't go into the bottom of the ocean and find a sphere and poke at it. Why not? And okay. don't let, don't let, uh... Go back in don't time? Don't let back bacteria come on to earth or giant otters that eat humans Ooh. Mm. How, how about giant otter eating humans well we already exist oh yeah we... otter i've never i've never eaten an otter i don't really have an Neither interest in eating an otter uh no i, I don't wish i could have been around with darwin yeah really he and queen victoria were food uh exotic animal connoisseur oh uh, yeah we they, they still kind of be like that they eat them all yeah but it took a hundred years to name a tortoise. <laughs> they didn't have a scientific name for a hundred years. In fairness, because they were so fucking names, delicious. And also, in fairness, a lot of those names don't really hold true anymore. The scientific names. Yeah. So the problem with how it was very, how we did scientific names were very inconsistent because sometimes you're like name it off their Latin or like based off of like you know some weird characteristics or sometimes they based off the person who discovered it and then sometimes those names were like well this kind of looks like this too so we can just group that up with these guys oh wait we find out a hundred years later they're not actually the same thing hunts hence honey badgers aren't actually badgers king cobras aren't actually cobras what are they then they're an offshoot that uh happened before the break uh like 
cobras went this way and other snakes went this way and then something else started evolving like a snake or a cobra all the different type of false crabs no you got that wrong they're not cobras because they're king cobra they're kings they're set apart from the people that the creatures that they have dominion over just like charles hey all cobras are kings he's a king he's above all the king all the human that's why he's a lizard now it makes hard disagree who's charles king charles oh okay that okay charles i thought i thought you were going for a more deep cut no so i was trying to go through all my pop culture rather than actual culture i guess would be that term anyway so i mean so we have a creature it's gross it's gross it would kill us if it had the opportunity for fun of course it would why wouldn't you i'd kill us for fun if i could get away with it so i have well i have an idea i also want to encourage because i want more feedback or any kind of feedback from the people that listen if you guys have any suggestions of creatures that you would want us to talk about should we uh should we eventually look at doing a youtube video and then put up a youtube poll and have a couple different creatures to choose from well i at think this that would point help. yeah it would help but also at this point if you guys have any suggestions just shoot shoot yeah. them at us email comments yeah. because it's not there there there's no shortage of yeah well, I think what we really should start to do, and this is the honest truth, I think if we can figure out a stride and get into it, our yeah. best move would be start you know, streaming live on YouTube because that's what a lot of people. Do. Yeah, and that would get us that would get us uh, some exposure, and you want us exposing ourselves. Yes, Venkman. Yes, exposing yes, I- us. I, I, I would like I, I would like to be exposed. And that one purple vein. Ew. Gross. That's my ah. video. Purple vein. Gross. And again, you you again, we're gonna have to maybe we'll have to get you a green screen so that you can have something behind you. Because you keep getting lost in the you keep getting lost in the shuffle. In the mist. Yes. Your arms disappear, your face disappears, and occasionally Oh, then you just you just sort of our- you just sort of back into the you just sort of back into the background and then you're gone forever. Yep, there you go. Bye. You'll be missed. I'm still here. I, I, <laughs> you moved your head and then now you're gone. Stay very, yeah. very stay very still. Your vision is based on his movement. Okay. So well what 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 do we want to talk about next? Sphinx cats? I mean they're mythical. I mean I've I mean they can't be real. Who's ever heard of a hairless cat? A lot of people. Well, then I guess we'll just talk about sphinxes. Uh, I have a better one idea. What? Do, what, do you, what, what? Do you, what do you? Oh, you think you're better than me? Fine. The whatever. McFeagles. He does not even know who they are. Uh, no, but I kind of want to leave this secret. Oh, but secret monster. Oh yeah, because this one gets classified under the term demon. We're talking. Oh, we're talking Frankenweenies. D E M A. M- <laughs> no, not Matt Damon. Damon. Not Matt Damon. No. Oh, are we? M-O-N. Uh, oh, so we're not talking high class. D-E-A-M-O-N. No. Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a Scottish uh, demon. Okay. That's uh, your only hint. Would that be Osmodeus? No. 
No, it's Osmondeus. Look upon his works, ye mighty in despair. Osmodeus. All right, that's it. Now we're. But yeah, that's I all thought... you got for uh, what? Okay, so our homework is to watch. Watch all the. Okay, watch all the movies about Scottish demons you can. No, no, no. What's that? What's the cartoon? Hell of a Boss. We need to watch Hell of a Boss, all the background characters, and figure out which of those demons is the one that we'll be talking about. Max never seen Hell of a Boss, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, you're missing out. That's a good one, too. Uh, take your word for it. I'm more of a, a The Devil is a Part-Timer. A Real Creature Feature is created by Matt Kuklinski, starring Matt Kuklinski, Michael Seaman, and Dean Snow. Any questions, comments, artwork, or general inquiries can be sent to realcreaturefeature at gmail.com. You can view any submitted fan art and pictures on our Instagram at a real creature feature. Some episodes were recorded weeks in advance due to our current sporadic recording schedule. Any comments left will be seen and addressed at some point, and you will be credited unless you tell us you wish to remain anonymous. If you like the podcast, please leave a review on the podcast app that works best for you really helps us out also tell your friends enemies and total strangers about the podcast they might enjoy it too and that can bring us all closer together i have some real concerns with timeline also uh don't teach monkey don't teach gorillas how to talk i mean look that was congo that's but that's not the danger yeah, but there was no danger from science in that one, period. Yeah. Except for exploration, but even then, it wasn't a danger to anybody. Yeah, but except for a- 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 Amy just needed to know where's ground. Yeah. Amy just wanted to know everything, and then the uh, then the uh, then the uh, then the evil monkeys freaked out when she's like calling them ugly. They have a lot of uh, self esteem issues. Well, they were pretty ugly. But what about timeline? I. I don't know if I want to get into it. There's so, a lot of issues probably because it, it's it, it's well, the I, issue of you're going into a different dimension, but how does that going back and changing what's in that dimension please. affect your home time? Exactly. Dimension? Oh. oh, that's that, how they. I never read that one. I just yes, know from the movie. That's how they establish it. No. Yeah. No, yeah. That's not how it works. It's yeah. the same thing with the Terra Nova issue that I had. That it was like. I when when I first heard about it, it was like, wait, they're going back in time. You can't do that for obvious reasons because it was like you're gonna be messing up your own timeline. And then they're like, well, you know, you could do you're gonna just exist for a while. It's like you still can potentially screw up a lot of stuff. But then yeah, they had made it that it was a. And that's what they do with timeline. It's this idea of you're not really traveling to your home dimension. You're traveling to a parallel universe that holds a. Basically, those events that you're trying to witness are happening the same way they would have happened in your universe. And the situation is that they go back to this, you know, to a sort to a medieval time. Yeah. And one of the characters has to stay behind because Gerard Butler, because he lost an ear. Yeah. Well, that's what was the move. Yeah. Well, I mean, but basically, it's so frustrating because they get to the end of the thing, and it would be one thing if. Like all of them, like commissioned a statue, but he is now in the history books as the guy who saved the day instead of the original person from their time. And I'm just like, that's not how this would work. Yeah, no, I, I, this is the reason why I have so many problems with a lot of time travel in general. Yeah, it's like most of the time they don't do it right. Yeah, because 
like at least for like a end game, they did establish that it was an alternate timeline. Yeah. So it wasn't mucking up their own. Well, as long as the kind of books or books, videos, whatever the entertainment stays within their own set of rules, like Back to the Future, consistent on their time travel throughout. Yeah. Uh, or at least make the or at least make they make a good effort too. At least. Yeah, they tr- yeah they do a better effort than a lot of things. That was my Harry problem Potter, with Looper. Harry Potter, it stayed consistent until you got to Curse Curse Child, which isn't canon. But, yeah, but also, yeah, because I was like, the moment I heard what the story was with that one, I was like, no, f- how dare stupid. you do that to a Hufflepuff? Yeah, all the you know, Cedric Dig- Diggory should have stayed dead because otherwise yeah. he would have been a Death Eater oh, because he didn't yeah. because he didn't get to win the cup. Yeah, oh. that's that's his behavior that you see throughout the fourth book. Yeah, is somebody who's very driven very uh driven and very mad at harry potter and doesn't help harry potter throughout the whole entire book because he knows it's right to help out yeah but no he 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 gets upset that he didn't win and becomes a death eater and that's why you don't muck with time because otherwise do you want death eaters because that's how you get death eaters 